much of the audience has given a brief uh, time to sink in with the parent while the launch is like So to deliver this in PowerPoint with a musical, yet sometimes monotonous fashion, he uses gestures very little, and only with his right hand whip and not, not gestures, but generally pulling with his ear. He's hoping leading to an occurrence of the tragic ugliness of American wooden houses, whose ill appearance was made doubly distressing by the terrible colors in which they were painted. Mr. Wilde asked for the establishment of a, a practical school for technology in each city, and thought that the children should be best educated in kindness by teaching them the love, the love of true art. He referred to customs and institutions on this side of the Atlantic, which were susceptible of inversion, such as the American shore, the practice of soaking rivers and creeks with sawdust and slags, the six-two cups at the hotels, and the unsightly and inconveniently arranged houses often met with. He denounced very strenuously the practice of taking advertisement on fences, trees, and rocks. His remarks on art education and the folly of scamming children with mere book learning while they were brought up in ignorance of the beauties of nature were especially forceful and in accordance with common sense. Oscar Wilde did make reference to an example of architecture in Hamilton which he approved of, calling the recent, recently constructed Canada-like building at the head of Gore Park as, quote, one of the most beautiful buildings we have seen in this country. Wilde's lecture was about an hour long, and it was listened to with close attention. After the applause died down, Dr. Burns, that is the regular writing college, invited Wilde to visit the college the following morning before he could get trained Boston. This is the uh, Henry Hamilton History Podcast. Podcast named Henry James. And I uh, want to record this uh, story about a very famous, very, very famous, internationally famous, world famous uh, personality that Became Hamilton in uh, May, towards the end of May, 1882. Our story was the uh, is a quote from the Hamilton Spectator, dated uh, May 31st, 1882. Quote: There was a very fair-sized audience at the Grand Opera House last night, composed principally of ladies, among whom were the students of the Mason College. It was a lecture on art decoration that took place at the Grand Opera House on May 30th, 1882, but it was really the lecturer, not the lecture, that used the name. The lecturer was the internationally, even sensationally famous leader of the aesthetic movement, Oscar Wilde. In an attempt to make the stage aesthetically acceptable to the lecturer, it is decorated to his specific request. Quoting from the uh, spectator, the stage was set with three tables, 
one in the center and one on each side, each covered with a dark colored cloth of Japanese pattern and dark border. Upon the side tables and also on the stage floor were beautiful flowers and pots, but one looked in vain for the lily or the sunflower. The headline for that, this particular article that I'm quoting from that read Odd Author, of the Apostle of Asceticism Records. Oscar Wilde had been on a long tour through the United States, and as his time in North America was coming to an end, he headed north to Canada for appearances in Montreal and Toronto. It was the key for the manager of the Grand Opera House to attract Wilde's company during his trip from Toronto back to the United States. Wilde's specialty as a lecturer was as much his appearance as how he presented his subject. Quoting from the spectator, Oscar Wilde did not make his appearance till half past eight when he glided onto the stage and advanced to the center table upon which he placed his manuscript and rested the fingers of his right hand and assumed a stained glass attitude, placing his left hand on his hip elbow sticking out to the bottom. He was dressed in a dark velvet coat of the featherweight pattern with a waistcoat of the same color of material as were his blue boots. He wore black hose and pumps. Around his throat was a white, white lace scarf and his wrists were encircled by white lace cuffs and he sported a handkerchief to match. Oscar Wilde's exotic appearance was not confined to the outfit he wore. Quote, the somber appearance of his clothing gave an increased pallor to the stage, which, though not finely molded, was certainly of an intelligent cast, his dark brown hair being down to his shoulders in long waves, just extending the sides of his side of his high forehead and enclosing his face in a sort of 16th century stare. After the audience was given a brief uh, time to take in his appearance, Wilde launched into his lecture. Quote, he delivered it in point blank with a musical, yet sometimes monotonous fashion. He uses gestures very little, and only with his right hand, which, though not, not thus used, was generally toying with his ear. Spoken breathing to its current of the tragic ugliness of American wooden houses, whose ill appearance was made doubly distressing by the terrible colors in which they were painted. Mr. Wilde asked for the establishment of a, a practical school for Tabellum in each city and thought that the children should be best educated in kindness by teaching them the love of true art. He referred to customs and institutions on this side of the Atlantic, which were susceptible of improvement, such as the American stove, the practice of soaking rivers and fruits and sawdust and slabs, the fixed teacups at the hotels, and the unsightly and inconveniently arranged houses often met with. He 
denounced very strenuously the practice of taking advertising on Texas TV from Rob. His remarks on art education and the folly of cramming children with mere book learning while they were brought up in ignorance of the beauties of nature were especially forceful and in accordance with common sense. Oscar Wilde did make reference to an example of architectural dominance which he approved of, calling the recent, recently constructed Canada Light Building at the head of Gore Park as, quote, one of the most beautiful buildings we've seen in this country. Wilde's lecture was about an hour long and it was listened to with close attention. After the applause died down, Dr. Burns, having been regular writing college, invited Wilde to visit the college the following morning before he would step 